0: episode of The Crime and Coffee Couple. My name is Mike.
1: And my name is Allison.
0: Yeah, it is, babe. How you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Yeah,
0: I'm good. I'm good. You, uh, you, you slept well after uh, sleeping with our little puppy last night?
1: Not so much. We no. uh
0: we Our kids had sleepovers at uh, different friends' houses, so uh, usually the dog sleeps with one of them, and uh, we are usually a pet-free zone, uh, PFZ.
1: Yeah, that's my shortened PF, mother F and Z. Yeah,
0: because you, what they say in the books and stuff is that if you have more living things in your room you're less likely to have a good sleep and i subscribe to that idea wholeheartedly but uh, you love our dog so much I think more than me You just posted about it On your personal account On Instagram And said the love of my life I said
1: well, she is. I said you
0: accidentally posted About the dog and not me <laughs>
1: She is the love of my life Like I said I have many loves of my life
0: Yeah And uh, we, we allowed her To sleep with us last night
1: Yeah So every time I, Because she like Sleeps right on my shoulder So every time I shift She shifts And vice versa But I'm a really weird sleeper I'm particular If sometimes I could If I wake up at 2 in the morning That's it I'm done for the day
0: I can have like a strong sniff like, just like, you know, going over and just be like, <sighs>
1: <and you're> like <laughs> no. oh, my God, you're you're awake. You woke me up. Oh. And, and keep in mind, I sleep with earplugs and multiple sound machines.
0: Yeah, multiple. There's one like right in my ear between us. She has a st- double sided sticky tape <laughs> and it's between us so that she can't hear my snoring. Uh, which is understandable. yeah. Uh, But at the same time, I think I have hearing loss attributed to
1: it. No, you're fine. It's
0: like usually in the morning, you know, after a concert, it's kind of like just it's loud and it's like you can't really hear everything. Everything's a little muffled. That's kind of how I feel every every morning.
1: Uh, It's because you went to so many concerts when you were younger.
0: Yeah, that's probably it. That's probably the Pantera on the corn.
1: Yes, exactly. But I'm just glad it's Sunday. Sunday has become like this day of rest for me. I just love them mm-hmm. because during the week I'm up at four o'clock working, working out, running off to work. And it's it's crazy hectic. So being able to just sleep till like seven yeah. and watch some shows, I just love it.
0: Have a little coffee yeah. as we are. And uh, yeah, so we wanted to say, um, hey, thanks for all those awesome reviews we've been getting recently here. Uh, we had a couple of videos blow up on TikTok, a lot of new listeners. So welcome, welcome. Uh, we'll get started here in a moment. But wanted to read one of the reviews and uh, kind of go over it, uh, a little, couple pieces here. Um, the reviewer name looks like CK something, and uh, says, two little pet peeves. Uh, Allison ends every sentence with <laughs> ah, like the victim's throat was cut ah. <laughs> So that is a thing that we have joked with Allison about for her whole life. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, you know what that's who she is.
1: It is who I am. and we are all about the feedback a hundred yeah. million percent because all of us can improve in life. Yeah, and I have believe opinions, that sure. wholeheartedly. but I can't change the way that I talk, right. And I recognize it. that's just the thing. I completely the thing-a? agree.
0: The thing, uh, and now here's the problem we're gonna note it, like, point it out to everybody, I know, and everybody's and gonna, be everyone's like, gonna hear like, oh us. my God, she does do that.
1: I know. My <laughs> sister talks the exact same way as yeah. me. And we don't know where it came from because people will be like, is that like a Chicago thing? Because that's where we grew up. And yeah. I'm like, mm, no, 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 no.
0: Just a weird my family thing.
1: Do my parents talk like that? No.
0: And you're not from California. It's not like a valley girl. You know, so, it's like, a, oh my God.
1: How did it happen? Uh, I don't know. There are times I voice text and it puts an uh at the end of my word. <laughs> yeah. That's how I know it's bad.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, thank you for sharing. We um, <laughs> can't change that. Um,
1: but. Mike, I'm sorry. We're not just going to talk about the bad things they said about me. Well, right.
0: So what we're going to get to here is Mike is not a good listener and waste allison's and listeners time like welcome to
1: my life
0: (laughs) like in crystal searles allison gives the kids names and mike immediately asks her what are their names and that is so true and i'm very sorry i need to listen a little better i think i was changing moving the pug that was in the room at the time yeah and i should have you know as a professional probably should have edited that out you're so so
1: unprofessional what the hell is wrong with you
0: i i apologize so It's, it's
1: okay mike i'm
0: gonna do a better job Thank you very much for pointing that out. But it was a, a good review in the beginning. So uh, hey, if you could, you know, please review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps us out quite a bit. Especially the five star reviews, more so than the other ones. Yeah,
1: but, we like those a lot. Hey, I'm not gonna <laughs> I mean we're not gonna force you to do it, no. but yeah, we like them. Right,
0: right. So please leave a review if you're an Apple user. If you have an iPhone, you can do that. Just scroll to the bottom. Go to Prime and Coffee Podcast, scroll all the way to the bottom, put five stars, leave some words, all that stuff.
1: It's funny because when we first got into this, you know, we're just like two people off the the streets, you know, you're in sales, I'm a dietitian, we don't do podcasts. Well, here we are. And then the negative reviews used to just like eat away at my soul. I would take them so to heart. I would want to cry.
0: You're kind of like that in real life, too.
1: I'm I'm emotional.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm more like that, ah, whatever.
1: Yeah, well, I'm getting better. I know I'm, I'm pretty I'm good. I'm working on it. But, you know, it's a learning experience. You, you have, you're going to have critics anywhere in life, whether you're on a podcast or you're not. Right. So it's a good learning experience, too. You're, we're not going to be for everyone.
0: Right. So we want to get into the story this yeah, week? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So it's my turn. And uh, I was so excited excited about this story to tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to bring it to all you guys here. Uh, this is the one I actually already knew about, and it's not necessarily a crime, but it's something that's really interesting, and it should be a crime if it's not, but uh, we'll get into it here. So it's about Manti Teo okay now i know i've had a lot of stories with weird uh you know not weird but different than american first names let's say different uh, standard american first names um but you'll you'll get to know his name's Manti teo he was a star football player at the university of notre dame Mm. in south bend indiana okay full disclosure i'm a notre dame football fan
1: we've got a poster in our room
0: yep i grew up near chicago even though south bend is in indiana Notre Dame's kind of the adopted, like, favorite college team of most Chicagoans, even though they have like Northwestern and, you know, U of I's in the middle of the state. But um, yeah, no- Notre Dame's kind of the big college uh, football team. So, you know, if you remember the movie Rudy, that was about Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of history there. It's a private Catholic school, it's really hard to get into academically. Um, And they also have, like, Touchdown Jesus. They paint their helmets with some real gold. They have a sign that they touch before every game that Allison mentioned. I have a poster here in my office. It says, play like a champion today. So I'm a Notre Dame fan. Um, A lot of people love or hate them. They're kind of like the Yankees. Like, the people that love them, love them. The people that hate them, like, really hate them. Like, most of my friends that love college football, they hate Notre Dame. Yeah. So it's just kind of give you an idea of what Notre Dame is all about. All right. So don't worry. This whole thing is not going to be about football. I promise. So Manti Teo had a wonderful career and an unbelievable senior season on the uh, Notre Dame football team. He was all over the field making tackles, big plays, you know, interceptions, you name it. He was the, the man. So the year is 2012, around the end of 2012. And part of the reason Manti had such an inspired senior season was because he dedicated a season to his grandmother and girlfriend, Linnaeus both of whom died on the same day what? before the season started.
1: Were they in an accident together?
0: Uh no, they were not together. Weird. Yeah. So, Mantai was close to his grandmother and obviously close to his girlfriend as well. The insti- inspiring story spread quickly throughout mainstream media, you know, not just ESPN, this was something like crazier, you know, just like much more inspiring, like, holy cow, this guy lost his grandmother and his loved girlfriend on the same day. And he's, instead of choosing to take time off, he's going in and just saying, you know, this is season for them.
1: Well, and then when you see him doing well and succeeding, it's Really inspiring because it's in their honor.
0: Yeah, this was all over the news. Like just like Manti's playing for his grandma and girlfriend. And you this know. is
1: a silly question, but you knew while this was happening in 2012, you you knew of him.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. It was I huge. mean, I'm
1: not a college football guy. Right,
0: right, right. No, this was like people. My mom knew about him, and my mom hates football.
1: Where the hell was I? I don't know. Probably, Under a rock?
0: You're probably drinking bourbon. <laughs> you were probably drunk. You're probably drunk. <laughs> um so yeah he was he was playing out of his mind and you know brought up his grandma and girlfriend any chance he got mm-hmm. you know and he was a man of faith i'll tell you a little bit more about him and stuff but just like you know i oh this is all for god and i'll meet them someday again and, you know it was, it was awesome it was really cool to see but there was one big problem with the story Uh oh and this is what
1: well i wouldn't think we would be discussing this right now if everything was sunshine and roses right
0: not everything was sunshine and roses allison the girlfriend did not exist
1: What? Well, I mean, it was really uncanny that the grandmother and the girlfriend would have died on the same day, independently. Mm -hmm. You know, if they were traveling in a car together, that's expected. But the same day, two different deaths. Yeah. That's just, can it happen? Of course. Sure, of
0: course. Wow. So this is where it might be helpful to define the term catfishing. Oh, The process of luring someone into a relationship by means of a fictional online persona
1: oh that just leaves me in all sorts of bad ways this was
0: like before catfishing was you know they had that show on mtv and all that
1: well that really came out when it was like with the dating websites and such correct
0: right right and it it was kind of around this time it wasn't like mainstream like it is now like oh is that a catfish is that you know it wasn't like talked about like that
1: and i won't go on a soapbox but like our family motto is tell the truth my biggest thing is don't lie yeah we would much rather know you screwed up and just owned up to it. So lying just leaves me feeling dirty inside.
0: Well, let's get into it here. So the girlfriend was all an elaborate hoax. Jeez. You had the media and people wondering if Manti was part of the hoax so that it would increase his media attention and draft stock um, You know, to get into the NFL. Or was he making up the story? Was someone from his family or friends responsible? Um, why would they do something like this? Jealousy? I was inspired to cover the story because of the new Netflix documentary, Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. Hmm. So if uh, that's like a two hour series, I'm going to tell you pretty much the whole thing along with what I know and everything right here. So it turns out the hoax was engineered by a guy that was named Ronaya Tuiasasopo. Okay. Okay. Also, in a strange twist, Ronaya now identifies as a transgender woman and goes by Naya. Okay. So forgive me already. I know I'm going to do it, you know, name Naya incorrectly at some point. I probably, I'm not.
1: Well, during the story, this person identified as a male, correct? Correct. So is that what you're going to refer to this person as during the story? At
0: certain points in past tense. Yes.
1: Okay. Because to me, you know, choose one and go with it.
0: Okay. I'll try. So I, I just want to apologize in case I do that incorrectly. I want to respect everybody here. So um ronaya goes by naya now as a transgender woman um naya grew up in a huge. well i'm i'm going with naya in the current tense and ronaya maybe in the past i don't know
1: i like sticking with the same name because it gets confusing
0: okay we'll stick with naya
1: we know the story at the time of the story it was a male and now they've transgendered to a female
0: yes and it's a similar name ronaya to naya so i'll i'll stick with naya okay so naya because naya that's what naya goes by now uh naya grew up in a huge family in hawaii Everything was centered around faith, family, and football. When watching this documentary, that like many of the Polynesian people in Hawaii, they said faith, family, football. Those I had are-
1: no idea they were football like inspired country.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, just or, Polynesians wait, did, in general. So we're talking about Hawaii.
1: Hawaii. Okay. Right. My bad. Part of the United States. Yeah. I didn't know Hawaii was huge on football. I, and thank you, Mike. I do know that Hawaii <laughs> is part of the United States. <laughs> it was, I mean,
0: it's the 50th state. So a lot of people don't know that yet.
1: I, I knew that. Okay. Thank you, though.
0: So, sophomore year in high school, Naya started at quarterback, one of the most important positions in sports. Naya's dad played in college, and uncles and cousins played in the NFL. So this is a football, like, family through and through. Uh, The only problem, Naya hated football. So, you know, said she only wanted to play to make her dad happy, and to do that was expected of her as a natural-born male in the family. So she felt stuck, and that's when she created the faked character, Lene Kakua. She set up a fake Facebook profile, uh, used a picture of a pretty girl that Naya had seen on campus somewhere before, um, but didn't really know. and you know, Didn't really talk to them. Just saw, found them on Facebook and click copy and paste, and you know, use a new profile. Naya says the profile's text was filled with her own interests and thoughts outside of the pictures. So,
1: so it was a someone else's picture, but Naya's thoughts.
0: Yes, and interests, and you know how on mm-hmm. Facebook you can like certain bands and like certain things, and art, and yeah, you know, whatever. It's it, this is all Naya as far as you know what Naya likes and interests and all that. Soon the Linnae character started getting friend requests because, you know, I mean, just, you know, how guys are. They see a hot girl and they're like, OK, well, maybe we'll be friends, even though this person doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> you know, I so. mean, they
1: do exist somewhere on campus or whatever, but it's not. Right. Naya.
0: There's no one named. Yeah. Um, Linnae. Um, yeah. It, it, there. Um, so Naya would accept them and go on as Linnae. And, you know, just this was a whole new experience for her. So Manti's parents said he was very obedient and respectful as a kid. Just kind of the perfect kid. Anytime his dad was just like, man, I would ask him to do anything, he'd be like, yep, okay, okay. Pretty much the opposite of a lot of teenagers these right. days. Right, <laughs> no
1: arguments, just does it.
0: Right. So they grew up in a Mormon community, which I didn't know there was a Mormon community. I mean, I guess there's a Mormon community anywhere. But it was like, I think it was North Oahu, um, you know, as far as Hawaii is concerned. Same idea with Mantai's family and a lot of the Polynesian culture. Three pillars, faith, family, football. Okay. So when Manti was about five years old, um, his dad asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up. Manti's answer was the best. Just, it was like simple, the best.
1: Whatever he did, he wanted to be the best at it.
0: Yep. And he had a particular interest in football. So his dad took that literally and trained him to be the best football player he could be. Like right at five years old, they're like, okay, well, we got faith and family. So you just want to be the best family guy, the best faith, and you're going to be the best at football. I mean, it wasn't like even an option, like, well, maybe this, maybe that. It was, no, it's going to be football.
1: All the cards are in
0: Barrett, right, correct. So, yeah, I mean, they would train all the time. They would go over his sprints, looking in slow motion, like when he was 10 and 12 and 14, you know, just like slow motion his sprints and be like, okay, this is what you want to do with your arms more to be faster and, and more deliberate. Uh, kind of crazy, like very, very focused. So, um, Yeah, even like after the games, they would like go over some different reads that he missed. Like, like, okay, next time this happens in a game, this is what you're going to want to do. So this is at like 930 at night, 10 o'clock at night after a game and everything. They're very, very dedicated, just being the best.
1: Basically treating him as if they were in the NFL.
0: Correct. And the other reason, a football scholarship was going to be his ticket to education. Mm -hmm. His family didn't make a lot of money. His dad said about 150 bucks a week. Yeah. That's what he was bringing in. And I mean, that's like shit. I mean, you know, that's not a lot to do any anything. with,
1: Right. You know, your kid's not going to have a big opportunity unless he gets the full ride.
0: Right. And he knew that, too. And his family knew that. And they're like, we can't send you to, you know, USC, which a lot of them wanted to go to USC um, University of Southern California because they're mm-hmm. in Hawaii. And that's like the big school, like not really nearby, but, you know, closest to yeah. the mainland USA. So Manti had always wanted to go to USC. Um, University of Southern California was one of the best football schools in the country. They would recently won a national football championship and just everything a recruits looking for. It's in Southern California, beautiful girls, you know, wonderful football team, great facility. You know, the USC Trojans are a really well-known football team. It's kind of like, you know, just the, the pinnacle of, of success as a football player. Pinnacle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought it was pinnacle. Pinnacle.
0: <laughs> pinnacle like a, like a, a game.
1: Pinnacle. Yeah.
0: yeah. Let's play a game of pinochle. Pinnacle. <laughs> So it, it, either way, it was the, the top of the success. Um, don't get me wrong, you know, well, and, and the best of the best players would go to schools like USC or like right now, Alabama or like Florida State, you know, just some Ohio, of those uh, yeah.
1: the Ohio State University.
0: Yep. Yep. There's like five or six huge colleges that get the best players mm-hmm. all the time. Notre Dame wasn't one of those colleges still kind of isn't
1: really they
0: they get really good players like you know don't get me wrong it's not like that but they're always like not the number one team they're like top 20 you know top 30. Cause it's a little harder academically. Like they expect high academics,
1: right? You're not just there to play football. You got to keep the grades up.
0: Yeah. A lot of other colleges. It's like we, I play football. I'm also going to get a a degree in something. It doesn't really matter. Whereas at Notre Dame, it's like, they are like biochemists and stuff like, yeah, some like, like really, really interesting stuff. So now, you know, they, they still get some, some good players, but it's never the number one. Like they, every year all these players are ranked and they never get the number one player at the position. So anyways, Manti worked out for USC. USC loved him. Uh, he came home and his dad told him to just pray about it. He's like, you know, just just talk to God and God will do whatever he thinks is best. At one point, Manti said something along the lines of Heavenly Father, if USC is not where I should go, then please lead me to where that should be. Okay. So around that time, you know, I don't know if it was the next day or that same week, Manti went to the athletic office and talked to someone close to him named Gary Sadaway. Gary said to him, if you go to USC, you'll be the next great Polynesian football player. So they had a lot of Polynesian football players. Um, If you go to Notre Dame, you'll be the only man Te'o. So So he's
1: going to really stand out at Notre Dame.
0: Yes. And kind of represent your culture, represent your family. Notre Dame gets a lot of white guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot lot of black guys too. um, But just, you know, people from the East, Eastern side, because it's in Indiana, not from California. So, um... Yeah, Manti was like, wow, you know what? I was asking for a message, and this is God's message saying you're going to be going to Notre Dame, which was insane. I didn't follow, you know, at the time, I don't care what what kids go to what college. You know, there's some really college football fanatics that follow that stuff, but, yeah, I, I didn't know about him at the time. But, um, you know, he made that decision then in fall of 2009, Manti would start his college football career in Notre Dame. And in the documentary, you can tell he was kind of, like, sad um, at the time, just like, I really didn't want to go to Notre Dame, but my heavenly father was pointing me that way. And it's kind of like, wow, you would think that, I mean, he was so dedicated to his faith. He thought God was telling him, you're going to Notre Dame. This mm-hmm. is the message. So it's it's kind of sad because you think back and it's like, man, maybe if you would have went somewhere else, it would have been different. And Manti even admitted he was kind of sad when he was signing the letter of intent to Notre Dame.
1: Well, because his eyes had been set on USC the entire time he was growing up.
0: Not to mention, it's South Bend, Indiana, compared to Southern California.
1: Big difference in climates and...
0: Just, I mean, I've been to South Bend a few times, been to Notre Dame games. It's a small college town. Like, it wouldn't be... Nobody would know about South Bend if Notre Dame wasn't there.
1: Okay. I've never been to South Bend.
0: It's... I, I mean, it's a Midwestern town it's not anything spectacular at all so it's it's fine you know no
1: rip on south bend it's just not what he envisioned while he was training
0: lando lakes florida where we live is not southern california no yeah so um yeah yeah so he was he was a little bit sad as he was doing that and it's a culture shock to him too. So he he ends up goes into South Bend. It's a culture shock. He went from a predominantly Mormon culture with Polynesian people all over him to one of the most well known Catholic universities in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And Big he's, change. He's not Catholic. He's Mormon. So um, he wasn't really happy while he was there. He was he. But at the same time, he hit it. You know, he just wanted to be stronger and, and go above everything
1: and make the best of it. Correct.
0: I mean, this is where God sent them. so you make the best of it, and you will, and, and he did just that. So, um, you know, he was kind of searching for things that would make him happier. Around this time, Manti was in the computer lab, and he got a friend request from somebody named Linay Kakua. Okay. She caught his eye because she looked Polynesian, and Linnae told Manti that she knew his cousin, Shiloh. Um, so Manti talked to his cousin and was like, what's the deal with Linay? You talk to her? Is she cool and whatever? And Shiloh's like, yeah. Um, I talked to her a few times on the phone, some texts, whatever, nothing big. Just, you know, she seems pretty cool. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to start chatting with her here. Because he never heard of her or anything. And mm-hmm. he did his you know du- little due diligence here. What the hell? Yeah, I'm just going to message some pretty girl. Meanwhile, Manti started his first freshman year at Notre Dame and played right away which is pretty rare for, I mean, you're an 18 year old kid playing with some like 21 year olds, basically that are some of the best in the country. Notre Dame plays the best teams in the country every year. So it's a big deal. They expected a lot out of them right away. The marketers of Notre Dame, yeah, huge universities. This is like a business. It's a big football is a huge business. in The United States, they marketed him. They they loved him right away. They're like, this guy is going to be like the face of Notre Dame in years to come. Um, he values faith, family, football, just like they want, and, you know, being of service to his fellow man. So he quickly became everyone's favorite player for his presence on and off the field. You know, just like the perfect dude, basically. Mm-hmm. So at first, the conversations were pretty light with Linay. They'd get to know each other, just basics, you know, where are you from? What's your family like? What do you like? Naya was taking it easy with the Linnae character because everything was new. And Naya wasn't sure which way to take things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Naya didn't know what she wanted. She was just kind of like, okay, well, this is kind of fun. Let's see where we go. Linay would talk to a bunch of guys, as you could probably imagine. But when it came to meeting in person, Linay would go dark. They'd be like, hey, let's go meet here, and then, then nothing.
1: Right. They I mean, know it can't happen.
0: Right. You're going to be meeting with uh, you know, a man at the time. So Linay kept in touch with Manti for a couple of years. This was nice because they were very far away yeah it was
1: because naya who's acting as Linay, is in hawaii that's right correct okay
0: yep and in mantai's junior year at notre dame Linay told mantai that her dad wasn't doing well so mantai being the helper he's a natural helper he's a natural person that feels for people he jumped right in he was like yeah let me check on you he wanted to support Linay during this time of need Manti said something about me is whenever someone needs help I would just go in and help. That's nice. Like no questions asked, he's the dude that's going to help. They started to get to know each other talking about faith, family, really everything Manti was already familiar with, which is part of the attraction. Like this is pretty much me in a female form. Like this is everything I'm looking for.
1: Right, there's that connection you have so much in common.
0: Yep. Um nothing like somebody he'd find in South Bend Indiana. You know nothing like you know. You're not going to find a lot of Samoans that love church and family. You know, it's it's just one not one of those things. They would talk on the phone, which to me was shocking.
1: Yeah, at, you would think because at the time Naya is a man, correct? So you would think that that would be apparent within seconds of speaking. Yeah,
0: yeah, you'd think they'd be like, "Well, you have a deep voice, so why do you have such a deep voice, Lene? The thing is. I heard voicemails from Lene, and she sounded exactly like a female. Really? Exactly. Like a, a cute girl. You would be like, as a man, you'd be attracted to this voice. It was like a cute girl voice. And How I was did like, they do it? I'll tell you in a, in a little bit here. So Manti's friends even said like, you know, yeah, Lene would be on speakerphone all the time and sounded just like a girl. I never even thought for once that this is a guy. Right. Never, ever, ever. And, it wasn't odd to have long distance relationships either. Cause a lot of these guys were coming from different places and they're kept their girlfriends from, you know, different places. So that wasn't a weird thing either. Like nothing really set off red flags. Um, so Manti thought, well, man, we're the same person. Just, this is just the person I basically been looking for. You're probably wondering why the hell Manti didn't see her.
1: Yet. Well, because he's focusing on football in Indiana and, Naya or Linay is over in Hawaii.
0: Yeah, but there's also FaceTime at this oh, time. Oh, true. So he tried many times, and Linay always had the same excuse: things like "um, oh, works for me. You can't see me." Oh, I can see you and... So,
1: technical glitches. Yeah.
0: Oh, my phone's not working. Oh, my phone's cracked. Because you
1: can only give excuses for a certain amount of time before it just becomes weird.
0: Yeah. Or like might make the room super dark or something. He's just like, I just want to see you. Like It's like, yeah.
1: It's like turn some effing lights on. (laughs) Right,
0: right. So, it just... For some, like this, is one of those things where, like, ooh, you never saw the person, but at the same time, you make this image in your head, sure, you know? and it's just like you're not going to wonder, yeah. You know, oh and my.
1: some people are so convincing, yeah, that you can, you might think in your head this could never happen to me, right? But you can't say that unless you've been through it. No,
0: exactly. At this point, he's like you. Your brain wants this to be the real thing so bad
1: and how long had they been speaking at this point
0: years years since freshman year and now it's like junior year so yeah and then didn't get super serious till more like i mean you can't get too serious without having a physical relationship sure but emotionally yeah mentally emotionally
1: um now where did lanae live in hawaii compared to where his family close okay because that's the thing obviously he's going home for summer break or spring break or whatever why not arrange to meet up when he's back in hawaii
0: i believe she was saying she went to stanford okay. at the time uh, in california okay so and there was stories of something and yeah they, they try that stuff so um you know, so they're even talking to each other on twitter and at this point manti a, a national presence you know people follow him because he's kind of a star and he'd be like oh my girl and tag her and stuff and she would tag him and mm-hmm. you know they're a cute little couple
1: full-fledged relationship other than meeting each other
0: yeah I remember going on Twitter and seeing that, like, interactions. Wow, you know? gosh,
1: that's mind-blowing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was one of the first users of Twitter, I'll oh, have you now.
1: Look at you. Yep. I'm still not a user of Twitter. You're
0: not. That's no, okay. So, yep, it was it just one of, I mean, it was a natural relationship. Um, things were going, you know, in the right direction, getting more and more serious, and they were talking about meeting up soon. Good timing. At this time, at this time, Manti got a text from an unknown number saying something along the lines of, Hi, Manti. This is Lene's cousin. Can you call me? It's an emergency. Okay. Manti found out that Lene had been in a terrible car accident, mm. hit by a drunk driver, and a car went off the highway, and she was on life support. Jeez. So he's close to her. You know, he's, he's affected by this. He's like, man, well, okay, well, what can I do? What can I do? Can I, you know, come?
1: Oh, I'm sure he's devastated. Yeah.
0: So Naya, the person pretending to be Lene, calls Manti pretending to be Lene's brother. Okay, so now it's using a man's voice Uh-huh. and said, I can take you into the hospital room while we're on the phone. So I'll take you into the phone in so you like can on, be with Like on her. a
1: FaceTime situation or just no, voice? audio. Okay.
0: So Manti was able to hear breathing through a mask. So Naya is doing this whole thing in her room at this Ugh, point. This
1: is so creepy. Yeah. And, and so wrong.
0: And in the documentary, Naya's like, I know this is wrong. I know it, but I just couldn't stop. Like, I just wanted the attention so bad and I wanted it. And I, you know, looking back, it was the wrong thing to but do. But you're
1: not getting attention because it's not you. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. So she, you know, uh, Mantai could hear breathing through the mask as he was talking. Now, at the time, you know, the, the there she was pretty much on life support as far as he was concerned. Right. So she couldn't talk, but she he can hear her breathing. And as Mantai was talking, he heard her breath speed up a bit. And then what he thought was a nurse in the room said, Whoever's on the phone, keep doing what you're doing. Um she's never reacted like this to anybody else. So, you know, Mantis like, "Okay, I'm helping. I'm helping. Hey babe, everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. Like you can make this. You're strong. God's with you." You know, all that stuff. He's basically like trying to support her. And you know, they so Mantis basically like, "Okay, well, I'm obviously having an effect. A positive effect on her. I'll call her every day and mm-hmm. just make sure that I'm there, you know, as, as, as much as I can." So, he agreed, "I'll call her every day and try to make that difference for Lynnae Later, Manti was told that Linay was diagnosed with leukemia while she was in the hospital. So,
1: just incidentally,
0: correct. So, Manti had a special place in his heart for those with cancer because he lost both of his grandfathers from cancer. So, I mean that that hit him right in the heartstrings again. It's basically manipulating this guy. This poor guy is being just. How <laughs> emotional do you
1: sleep at night? Ugh,
0: I'd want st- to just strangle Naya. Like, I, it's so. There's fucking, something so
1: psychologically ugh. wrong with a person that could do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he was dedicated to helping Lene fight no matter what the hospital saga went on for the next month and then he heard Lene say Manti Manti and then the breathing stopped
1: oh my gosh
0: and then Lene goes Manti it's me so she, did, she didn't die first I thought it was oh, she died.
1: I was like those are the last words <laughs>
0: right right so nope nope she came back so as far as Manti is concerned he helped her come back okay while telling the story, knowing full well that Linay is not real, Manti got emotional at this point. So he, as he was telling the story on the documentary, he's, he knows. he's crying. Yeah. And he's because he puts himself back in that position being like, I was there and I was so sad.
1: Well, he loved this person.
0: I know. And it's it sucks. Like he knows already this is a, all a fake person. This was, just, you know, but he was crying as he was telling this. Like uh. he's just a nice dude, you know, and he got taken advantage of it to me, it seems anyway. So,
1: well, yeah,
0: it brings back that many feelings for him. At one point, the interviewer asked Manti, did you ever think this might have been a catfishing situation?
1: And you would think when it's like time and time again, no, I can't FaceTime. Oh, there's something wrong with my... Did it ever, ever pop into your head? Something's not right.
0: Right. And he goes, in 2009, nobody knew anything about catfishing. Okay. So I know I said a different year, but this was like when it first started. You know, they met 2009. Right. So... Manti had checked with a few of his friends too, because there was some things he's like, That's "So, we- like, we can't see each other? Like, what? You know, it's so weird." But he checked with his friends, and they all said, "Yeah, I know of Linae, um, just because it's Facebook." So-, so it's
1: confirmed and confirmed, and you're reassured. Yep. And also, uh, if you're a trusting person, yes. you might be conceived as naive. Mm-hmm. And that's how I can be sometimes naive because I don't lie. So I assume if somebody's looking me in the face and saying something to me, that they're telling me the truth.
0: And honestly, you have to do that. Otherwise, humanity sucks.
1: Right, you're going to go through life jaded and
0: You'll be screwed a few times, but ultimately, most people are nice and, yeah. and honest. So you know, Zomanti checked with his friends. They're like, yep, I know Linnae. I've heard of her on Facebook. But yep.
1: nobody had ever seen Lene. No. And that's weird.
0: Yeah. But he wanted her to be real, and he had true feelings for her. Mm-hmm. So the mind's a powerful thing. It is. Just like we said. Then came Manti's senior year. This was the big year. He was working harder than he ever had before, focusing 100% on his career as a football player and the ability he would have to change his family's financial future. I mean, he was a big stud i mean he was the man
1: is he going towards the nfl
0: 100 percent. okay so this is the year it's like he had an awesome junior year he looked really good started to come out of you know he was starting and everything um i mean he was projected to be he was so good he was projected to be a first round draft pick many people were like he's the best player at this position linebacker isn't one of those things his position isn't a, a spot where you'd be taken first overall mm-hmm. um it, those are more for quarterbacks and you know whatever but um he was he was looking really good and I mean, just, you know, playing out of his mind now, he Manti was the man at this at this point at Notre Dame. I mean, he was a star. Everybody looking around. At one point, they interviewed this like one girl on campus, just some random student. They're like, hey, have you seen Manti around campus? She's like, oh, yeah. And like, have you said hi? She's like, oh, no, no. And she's, they're like, why? He's like, well, he's a football star. I mean, he's kind of like a, somebody famous. Like, I'm not just going to walk up and be like, hey, I'm, I'm Bridget. Right, he's like
1: a celebrity on, on campus. But the sad thing is, during his time at Notre Dame, he's passing up opportunities to connect with an actual human on campus, because his heart is belonging to Lene. Correct. That's so unfair.
0: And now, to, to Lene's credit, um, or Naya, or, you know, so Lene actually helped talk to him. Like, they'd be very, I mean, everything that Manti was going through, he'd bounce off of Lene, mm-hmm. like you would in a relationship. Sure. I mean, so he's like, you know, this is the big year. Like, what should I do? And Lene's like, focus on football 100%. This is your opportunity. This is it. So, I mean, Lene helped him focus and Mm -hmm. be like okay I mean he was in the gym from all hours just anything he could do to be bigger faster stronger he was right
1: so I'm sure it was beneficial to him that he didn't have a physical relationship because that just distracts you
0: yes so there's part of it where it's like well you know maybe maybe it's good as far as the the physical aspect of it I don't know but then came September 12th 2012 at 6 a.m. Manti got a call that his grandmother had passed away Mm -hmm. back home his heart was heavy and he was being short with everyone, you know, just yeah, including Linay. you know, Linnea is trying to get something out of him, And it's just like, whatever, like, you know, my grandmother died. I'm, uh,
1: Let yeah, me just not- be with my emotions. Right.
0: Sometimes, you know, when you lose somebody, you just got to be by yourself. So Naya said, I'm not proud and not happy for what I did at this point.
1: Well, we know what she did because right. they both died on the same day.
0: Yeah. So Manti gets a call from Linay's brother. And I have to think that Linnaeus is just being jealous at this point, you know, or, or Naya, whatever. Right. Um, but Manti gets a call from Linnaeus' brother. He's crying terribly. And he goes, she's gone. So not only did his grandmother pass away, but Lene dying the same day really sent Manti into a tailspin. Naya said, I didn't want to just end it with Manti. I also wanted to end it with Linnaeus.
1: So Naya was done with this whole situation because, I mean, when you're living a lie, the lies are compounding one after the other, and then you have to keep track of the lies. Yep. That's not easy.
0: No, no. And I mean, this became basically Naya's life as Lene. So, I mean, I'm sure, and I'll tell you a little bit more about it, but like, I mean, it was a character. It was a complete character. It was like um, Naya had to get into character every time that she was Lene. obviously because of just everything involved. And uh, the the reason for the death was leukemia.
1: Okay, because so. that's what I was going to ask next. They talked that day. Oh, my grandmother passed away. Right. Boom. You're just gone from leukemia.
0: Yes, apparently. So, you know, at this point, it was probably a great time to take advantage of his mental state because he's already you know lost his grandmother, and uh, I mean, uh, quote unquote, great time to take advantage of. It. Right. Um. So, anyways, yeah, Manti's parents got a call from Linay's brother that morning. So. Manti's parents are like involved with Linnea's quote unquote family.
1: Because it's a relationship.
0: Yes. Which are all Naya. Right. Of course. Of course. So so this thing is completely fucked. Like it's. So anyways, like I said, Manti's parents got a call from Linnea's brother telling them that Linnea had passed away. Manti's parents spent hours on the phone with the fake brother consoling one another as they had just lost Manti's grandmother, too. So they're all, you know, I mean, they spent literally hours.
1: Jeez. And that's a lot to take away from somebody who's actively grieving the loss of one of their parents.
0: And maybe it it, it helps, too, at the same time, because they're all going through it together and whatever. To me,
1: it's just compounding the grief. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so around this time, Notre Dame had several important football games and Manti had to make a big decision either take it hard and not show up to practice and just take a couple days to himself or turn it into the fuel for his fire. Being the kind of guy he is, obviously he chose to be an inspiration to everyone else. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm going to take this. And if this helps one little dude out there in Hawaii, you know, kind of inspire himself, then I'm going to do that for that little dude. That was on a Tuesday and their big game was Saturday. Manti said he was so clear in that game because he was playing for the bigger purpose other than himself Mm -hmm. and he played like a man possessed that game every like hammer angle he was just like in the zone that whole game amazingly Notre Dame ended up winning the game 20 to 3 over Michigan State and Manti was emotional on the sidelines through the entire game I mean he would always come to the side and get to his knee and like just be looking down Mm -hmm. and thinking of his grandmother and yeah this is where the media, understandably, really latched on to the whole story. Right. I mean, this is a media's wet dream, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, not to get too gross. Yeah, that
1: is gross. <laughs>
0: but they're just like, oh, man, we're going to latch right onto this thing. Manti said the last thing Linay said to him was, I love you. So the media... Well, you run this. with
1: it it's like holy cow this right. story is just unbelievable it
0: is and it, then he
1: has like the best game of his life and, yep. uh,
0: and he's getting ready for the nfl draft and you can follow this guy for the next years you know geez. everybody's rallying behind him like yeah yeah um everyone's rooting for manti he had everyone's support as you would guess how could you not you know, it transcends just sports. And well,
1: and you don't even have to be a fan of sports, right, to connect with the story.
0: I mean, this was showing up on you know the Today Show, and you know it was it was very inspiring. All told, Notre Dame had an unbeaten season that year. They went twelve and zero and went to the national championship game. Um, Notre Dame doesn't go to the national championship that often, so it's a huge, huge accomplishment. Of course, being the absolute psychotic sack of shit that Naya was uh she was not done with manti just how
1: how is she not done
0: (laughs) in the documentary it was like i'm i wasn't quite done yet i'm like oh my god why
1: because the person (laughs) has a gaping wound i'm gonna pour some salt on it and rub it
0: yeah exactly like
1: you're sick
0: i mean it was a drug it's basically all these things are like addictions every single story we talk about is some kind of a weird addiction it, unfortunately, you know. Thank God, my addiction isn't killing people or fucking with people mentally or emotionally. You know, it's it's a real addiction. Jeez. So, and
1: and how do you keep it going when Linay is gone?
0: Great question. Well, Linay's family, quote unquote, wanted to see Manti, and so who would be the person that came out to meet Manti? Uh,
1: Naya. Yes,
0: Naya. So at certain points in different conversations, Manti would hear a little girl in the background and be like, "Oh," and it, Naya would say that or Linay. Uh would say that's my little sister Puka and Manti started to get a relationship with Puka and was like oh Puka what's up girl and you know they would talk and cute little kid like Manti's great with kids as you can I think the guy's great with everybody and you know just got a little relationship going would talk to her every once in a while and you know looking back you know Naya was like I didn't want my sister there but it happened when like you know Manti would call and I'd be like oh yeah this is my little sister Mm -hmm. so not only that but Naya was like manipulating this little child right into being like it's uncle mantai and everything
1: like wrapping this child into the lie
0: correct so i mean that's just so many so much mental manipulation is going on here it's sickening so Manti knew puka and he's like oh can i get to meet puka can you bring puka down and they're like yeah the whole family will come we'll bring puka and you guys can hang out so Manti, you know ended up meeting and it was just ranaya or naya sorry and the little sister puka Manti's like where's the rest of the family you know where are they and he's like oh they couldn't make it um something happened they had to go somewhere and he's like okay well, cool well hey great to see you guys and the little sister ended up giving a stuffed bear to Manti. she puka loved uh, build-a-bear mm-hmm. and ended up giving a, a little stuffed animal and saying this was one of lanae's favorite stuffed uh, animals so
1: now this little child is like lying because Linnae doesn't exist correct so this person Naya is coaching Puka. Yep. How old is Puka?
0: I don't know, five, six, seven. That's around there. sick. Young. So the little girl said how much she missed Linay too. Oh. So the the mental aspect of this little girl is being completely skewed, that That's not even a word, but. <laughs>
1: But, are you making up words my?
0: Yes, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yes. So there's even a video clip <laughs> where Manta is giving Renaya a hug or Naya a hug. Just disgusting knowing what we know now. Yes. And oh. it, they asked Naya they're like was it like a, a you know a long embrace and they're like no no wasn't anything like that. I didn't get into the Linay character. I was Naya.
1: Because Naya is Linay and Linay loved Manta. So yes. obviously Naya has to, right?
0: Yes. Well, Naya yeah. has oh, yeah. to be
1: in love with Mantau. For sure. Man- Mantai, Mantai. Sorry. That's
0: okay. So, no. Yeah, absolutely. There was feelings there. 100%. Yeah. Gosh, um,
1: this is like such a spider web.
0: But it was such an act that Naya was able just to be Naya. Like, so,
1: in character. Yeah.
0: So, I think the love was only when they were pretending to be Linnae.
1: Is it like multiple split personality? Oh, I mean. Oh, there's
0: I- lots of fucked up shit going on with this N- Naya. So, yeah. Yeah. So now we get to December. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyways, yeah, there was a, a video clip. You can go back and see the hug. Ugh. And it's just like, I mean, and as Manti is saying all this stuff, he's just shaking his head. He's like, yeah, there's a video clip of me hugging Naya.
1: Oh, poor guy.
0: And they talk about Renaya because they didn't know that Naya was transgender at the time. Right. So now we get to December 2012. Manti got a call from Lene's sister. Just catching up, shooting the breeze. <laughs> so get ready. In the middle of the conversation, the girl goes, "Hey, it's me." Manti's like, "Excuse me?" She says, "Manti, listen to my voice. It's me, Linay."
1: "What?" <laughs> Wait, Just... this is Naya's sister? Yes,
0: "quote unquote sister."
1: Uh, okay. So it's but this is supposed to be Linay's sister. Correct. And all of a sudden, she's taking on the voice of Linay. Yes. During the conversation. Yep. And Linay is buried or cremated or something at this point. Yes. Oh, this is so spooky. So is like,
0: what are you talking about? And he just hangs up the phone because now all of a sudden his mind is effed.
1: Well, that's like sick. You're like, yes. what the fuck?
0: Yeah. He's just like, uh, what, what do you, you know, he's already said goodbye to his girlfriend in his head. You know, like, well, of course, cause she's she died. Dead. Right. So anyways, she tries calling him back and tries to sell him on it actually being Linnae because because uh, Naya is not done with this character yet. She said she got into trouble and had to go into hiding for a while. So Manti was understandably doubtful, and she goes, I can send you a picture to prove it. I promise. I'm Linay. This is really me, baby. So Manti's like, it's impossible, but how, okay, send me a picture. It has to have three things. One, it has to have your initials somewhere in the picture, Okay. Two, it has to have a date, like the today's date, whatever date you're taking the picture. Mm-hmm. Three, it has to have my special hand sign I always make. It's just like, I love you, you know, the hand sign, I love yeah. you, except it backwards. He always used to do that. And okay. that, that that's one of his signs went from where he grew up. So, guess what?
1: She got the picture.
0: He got the exact picture that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Manti said... This is when things got crazy.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I would just be sitting there like, in what dimension of reality am I living in right now? Right. That my girlfriend, who died when my grandmother did is suddenly speaking to me on the phone and sending me a picture
0: yes so th- in my head i'm like there's no way they're getting this picture and then you they show you the picture <laughs> there it is it's like what the fuck you're like how uh, you're like of course well i'm and obviously they reached out to the person you know whatever so i'll tell you the story there but uh, now enter a blog called dead spin you ever heard of Deadspin? spin never there they would do all sorts of stories that the mainstream news media—they're—they're they're, um, a a sports blog basically, okay. and they do things that the mainstream media wouldn't touch. Things like pictures of when pro athletes send their dongs to people, like <laughs> like Brett Favre sent uh-huh. something. Like that was the, the site that broke that news. It oh, wasn't like ESPN. It was this site showing the actual pictures. Okay. Um, or like r- people having sex in bathrooms of stadiums and stuff like just weird stuff that uh-huh. regular media wouldn't touch. And they also wanted to make the real news media look bad. So, at the same time. They were kind of the TMZ of sports. Okay. Um, Well, Deadspin got an email tip with the subject line, Manti Teo's non-existent dead girlfriend. At this time, mind you, the whole country loves Manti because Uh of this thing. And me included. It was just like so inspiring. And... This is going to come out of nowhere to be like, what the fuck? His girlfriend is a hoax? Like,
1: no, they weren't blaming him, were they?
0: They don't know yet.
1: Because when you first introduced the story, I thought that Manti. M- why Manti. Do I- Manti. Why do I want to call him Mantow? I thought that he was in on the hoax.
0: Because his last name is Teo. So Manti Teo is what you're thinking. Yeah. Manti.
1: Okay. So anyway, when you first started the story, I thought he was the bad guy, but he's been duped.
0: Right. Like, watching this, I'm 100% he's the one being duped here. So, anyways, this email was from someone in Hawaii that grew up near Manti's home, and they said the whole thing was made up. A Deadspin reporter did some quick research on Google. They found the only mention of Linnea Kakua, the girlfriend, was any time Manti was mentioned. Mm -hmm. And so, you can do some, like, Google Ninja stuff and just look for articles and do, like, minus Manti, meaning that, like, take out any article that mentions Manti, Mm -hmm. and, like, nothing would come up for Linnea Kakua. Like nothing, which is crazy. I mean, but if
1: she's not an online presence,
0: she has Facebook and stuff, yeah. and, and and not to mention she's been in a terrible accident, right? Like some newspaper somewhere would have this as Perhaps. a Stanford student. You know that it'd be something that somebody would pick up on, yeah. And especially being an accomplished Stanford student, you would have some kind of something, you know. So, um, yeah. So they're just like, okay, outside of being Manti Teo's girlfriend, Lene doesn't exist. Yes. So, nothing regarding Linnae. They try to figure out a timeline. When did Linnae die? Before or after Manti's grandmother? How did they meet? Um, you know, all those sort of things. They started to find a lot of facts weren't reported properly. Like, some outlets had Linnae dying before Manti's grandmother, others saying it was the opposite. So, at this point, that depends, like, Whoever covered this did a shitty job of covering it. They didn't look into details. They just basically took it and went with it. Right. So Deadspin's like, we're going to be the ones that get the facts here, and we're going to come out with it. Okay. They started to wonder if Manti was involved himself, trying to make himself more famous, like Mm -hmm. you said. So the Deadspin folks started searching everywhere. Obituaries, accident reports, hospitals. They tried to reach out to Stanford, pretending they were other people to get information about Lene being a student there. Um, they came up with nothing. So absolutely nothing. Very, very suspicious. Now we go to December 25th, 2012. Christmas. Yep. Manti came home for Christmas, came clean to his parents, said he's not sure if Linay is alive or dead. I never really met her. Ugh. Manti's dad was just like, he, he's mad at Manti because he's like, you're the, the oldest son that I have. And you are like the the carrier of our name, and you've kind of disrespected our family by not meeting this girl and putting going all in with Lene when never even meeting her. Like, and Manti understands that.
1: Well, hindsight is twenty twenty.
0: Right, but in the meantime, you know they're going to obviously support him. But he was mad at him too.
1: Right, you shouldn't have made this mistake. But
0: yep so obviously the parents are confused they're like what in the hell are you talking about you (laughs) this is all fake like the whole thing is fake uh so they called a family member who's a lawyer and the first thing the family member said was it sounds like you're getting catfished so this was the first time manti had heard that term Mm -hmm. december 26th the next day manti told the university about the situation so just to try to say get a- ahead of it here be, be like, transparent yep this is going to be a thing so <laughs> you just want to let you know i i don't know what's going on here so they go into public relations mode consulting professionals like marketing i mean like i said this is a multi million dollar company basically even though it's a university they make shit loads of money off of college football mm-hmm. um the the consensus of the experts was don't say anything right now. Only twelve days before the national championship, like we need to know everything about this, but just mm-hmm. nothing should be said right now. Yeah, keep it down. Yep. Meanwhile, Spin found all the pictures of Linnea that they could find. Um, all you know, social media, Facebook, you name it. Anybody they talked to.
1: But the girl who actually is Linnea in the picture, where mm-hmm. is she in all of this? Great question, Allison. <laughs>
0: Um, I'll give you five bucks for asking that question at this point. <laughs> Maybe I'll give you a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Um, or you'd probably rather have the five dollars. Um, Google reverse image search had no luck. Like, you know, you know the reverse image search, you can put a, an image on Google and it'll search for a similar image all okay. around the internet, okay? They couldn't find a lot of stuff. Until the last picture, they got a match to the MySpace profile page of this other girl. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, she didn't have a name on that site, so they had to do some additional searching through some website that doesn't exist anymore. They ended up finding her name was Diane O'Mara.
1: Okay, so Diane obviously is not a huge online presence because her picture would have been in more places, correct?
0: Um, yeah, well, they, it, it all went back to Facebook. Yeah, so at that point, again, it's not like as, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 basically. Um, so yeah, they found her, Diane O'Mara, and the Deadspin reporter began to contact her. They talked to her on the phone, and the reporter figured out most of the pictures he had were just yanked right from her Facebook profile, mm-hmm. uh, except for one. Which picture?
1: The one that she was doing the reverse I love you sign.
0: Yep, exactly. The one with the had the date and the hand gesture that Manti requested. The reporter asked Diane about it. Diane said she sent it to someone. But she's not ready to say who that person is just yet.
1: So can you imagine getting contacted and being like, okay, I need you to hold up a newspaper with today's date and do the I love you sign, but flip your hand around. It'll just I'd be, be something like, fun. Don't worry. Why? It's
0: just fun. Just don't worry. Just for something fun. You don't <laughs> know me. Just do it. Just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> it's fine. So as the conversation is happening, oh, um... Yeah, Yeah. so anyway, they said, yeah, I sent it to someone. I'm not ready to talk about who that person is yet. Let me talk to them first. And being respectful.
1: Right. You don't know
0: who's who, you know, and that I can, you know, respect her for that. So as this conversation is happening, they're actively on the phone, the Deadspin reporter and Diane. The Deadspin intern was texting the reporter and said, I just found out about some dude named Asked about Ask about Renaya." And so the reporter goes, did you send it to Renaya? Naya now. And Diane hung up.
1: Okay. So
0: the reporter's like, I knew that I had something there.
1: Diane must think that this is all crazy because if somebody is using my picture, I'd be pissed.
0: Absolutely. Oh, she was. She was like, how dare but why you?
1: why is she protecting Renaya?
0: I don't know. Maybe just because it's better safe than Sorry. The don't don't just you know because somebody calls you out of the blue tells you all this stuff and it's like yeah just tell me everything You're your
1: like, head is spinning what
0: is this person trying to get out of it yeah you know I, oh, let me let me figure it out there maybe not contact Rania at that point but figure it out for yourself what you right. should do you know so turns out Naya asked diane to send a picture with the details through some bullshit story she made up about cancer and something and you know she's a master well, sh- manipulator. i was just gonna
1: say the words master manipulator and doesn't
0: feel bad about doing so and you know basically saying you're pretty and i somebody has a crush you know just whatever she could do yeah and diane was nice enough to do it she's uh. like yeah cool sounds good here you go you know
1: now ranaya does she know or he at the time did they know diane no how did they get the number to even contact her to ask for this picture?
0: Oh, uh, it was just messaging through Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Nice and easy. So crazy. Okay. Now we go to January 7th, 2013. This is the national championship game, Alabama versus Notre Dame. Most of the public doesn't know about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the public doesn't know not even most of it. Notre Dame got their asses handed them. Um, Manti wasn't playing well missing tackles and stuff they were like well you know all this affected him but honestly looking back alabama was a way better team i never gave notre dame a chance like they alabama is like a dynasty in football right i mean they're they're over and above everybody they're kind of like a pro football team playing a lot lot okay
1: so it was not really a match
0: no notre dame was lucky to get there and part of the reason they got there was because of the Manti story right i mean he was considered as one of the best football players in college um, the Heisman Trophy, if you've heard of that, yes, and it would like a linebacker would never be considered for that. Usually, it's a quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, a defensive end that gets a lot of sacks, or a running back. You know, something one of those flashy spots. Sure. Linebackers never associated with that. But because of his story, he was he was on the stage with Johnny Manziel, if you ever heard of him, um, Johnny Football. If <laughs> so, yeah, he was he was on the stage and it, you know didn't win the Heisman, but this whole story got them a lot more press. Right. Okay, so that was January seventh. Um, January 16th, Deadspin was ready to get the story out there.
1: Okay, I'm surprised they actually sat on it.
0: But they wanted to research it.
1: And get their facts yeah, straight.
0: Yeah, exactly. Make sure this is legit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they didn't want to get beat on the story. At this point, it's like, okay, we've we've got everything. Like, we're pretty much good to go to press with this. Um, are we ready to go? Mm-hmm. So being a media outlet, you have to try to get comment on the person that you're making the story about. So, you you know, you, a lot of times you'll see in the news things is that okay we reached out to blah 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 for comment they didn't get back to us in time mm-hmm. so they reached out to naya and Manti to get comment for the story as is customary they called mantai's parents and the parents didn't answer mantai's dad's like yeah i got a call from I, I was getting calls from everybody all the time about everything like i just put it to the side mm-hmm. um mantai never answered the call he said he was distracted by everything going on you know, just another call because these guys get you know uh, they're top of the the everything. You know, they're they're getting calls from agents and all this other stuff. So, an hour after trying to reach Manti, they decided to hit the publish button on the story. Okay. The headline read: "Manti Teo's Dead Girlfriend: The Most Heartbreaking and Inspirational Story of the College Football Season Is a Hoax." Oh. And I remember seeing that. My friend sent it. And I was like,
1: what? The problem is, though, is, again, he's the bad guy. Yes. But he was was duped.
0: Well, instantly, I mean, I remember my first thought. Because I was, again, following this whole thing very intently. Huge Notre Dame fan. And I was just like... What a piece of shit!
1: Sure, of course. That's your <laughs> your knee jerk reaction is to think what a piece of shit. So if I was Manti, I would immediately come to the media and be like, "Listen, this is my side of the story. Right? I am just as fooled as you you guys were.
0: Yep. And but at the same time, they're just going to take it for like, well, how should we believe you in this? You may have made up this whole story. You know, it's
1: I'd have to get my my boots on the ground and defend myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. So just so the things start going crazy i mean the 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 spin cycle is on right now four hours later as manti was in florida specifically working out preparing for the nfl draft for his future oh
1: man what bad timing
0: he got a call from his agent who just goes i need you to go to your apartment lock yourself in there right (sighs) now i'll call you it's going to be a long ride bro (laughs)
1: this is is a shit storm and you're in the the eye of the storm yes
0: exactly so the article from Deadspin just posted Manti's Twitter was getting blasted with all sorts of people calling him a fake and, and much worse, as oh, you can I'm imagine. Oh, I'm
1: sure. Because they all feel betrayed.
0: Of course. Everybody in America that rooted for him's is like, F you, bud. Mm-hmm. You know? Ugh. So I mean I I feel this completely because I was one of those,
1: and I hadn't a clue that this was even happening. <laughs> right, <laughs> you didn't you, share the story with me while it was happening. It like. was a
0: very emotional part of my life. Okay, no, no. It, I mean it was just a huge news story in sports. I did not want to tell you the whole backstory. Yeah, I'm just
1: shocked you didn't share this with me.
0: Yeah, it was it was something just like wow. So um, yeah, he goes back to his apartment. All the same news people that were eating up the original story mm-hmm. are now you know quickly attacking manti sure i'm um, wondering why didn't you tell people you never met Lene? you know when you were like oh Lene, the love of my life i love her but why, why would you exactly because why would you be like well by the way i've never met her and, and then
1: PS <laughs> we've never met
0: yeah well you're an idiot and then that goes into a bunch of yeah things. so then you know other questions like were you in on this katie couric even asked him are you gay um, she he showed up on her show. You know, he was trying to do damage control, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Just be honest with me. Are you gay? You know, is this a He's way like, of coming
1: no, out?" No, Linnae was a girl.
0: Yeah, he replied, "No, not even close." He's like, "I am the furthest thing from gay." Um, yeah, definitely, definitely into a lot of women. And they pan the crowd, and girls are all laughing and you know being cutesy. So, meanwhile, the first big interview for Naya was done by Doctor Phil. Oh, um, he asked Naya. A lot of what we already know in the story, but one thing we don't, which was who was leaving these voicemails, right? That we hear. For Whose Manti. voice
1: are we hearing?
0: Yep, um, Manti released the voicemails because everybody's like, "How could you be duped by this dude?"
1: Because yeah, listen, time. you would be duped too.
0: Exactly. He's like, "Listen to these voicemails, bro. These are this is a girl. This is the girl I loved and talked to, and his super cute voice. Like, absolutely, go listen to some of these.
1: Hey, babe, I'm just calling to say good night." I love you. I know that you're probably doing homework or you're with the boys. Or grabbing me. A lot of fatty. But I just wanna say I love you and good night and I'll be okay tonight. I'll do my best. Um Yeah. So get dressed and I'll talk to you tomorrow. I love you so much, and see change. I wish I had a super cute voice and it wasn't annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: <a> very timely. <laughs> it definitely didn't sound like you at all. So, um,
1: they wouldn't have used my voice, no,
0: no. Uh, so Dr. Phil had voice experts analyze the voicemails, okay. And the experts were like, There's maybe a one in 10 million chance that Naya is the one leaving these voicemails, right?
1: Unless they had some sort of synthesizer attached to their phone,
0: yeah. And even now, Naya still has a manly voice, okay, even though they're
1: transgendered,
0: not manly, a deep voice, sure. I, I apologize for any offense I'm making, but um. In Naya, feel free to reach out and I'll make it right. So um, so yeah, they said basically a one in 10 million chance that it was Naya leaving those voicemails. Mm-hmm. Naya's like, no, I was leaving those voicemails. I did all of these
1: Okay, things. give me that voice. I want to hear it right now. Well,
0: Dr. Phil said that. He's like, on the show, he's like, okay, let's do him, And he's like, I... Where she's like i can't i can't just do it right now i have to get into the the character like it's a method actor all right
1: basically. we'll take a 15 minute break Get into character
0: that's what he did
1: so um and let me just hit pause real quick so no no no, not for real okay <laughs> um now when uh naya was on dr phil was it naya or Renaya? was it a male or a female on dr phil male okay so dr phil takes a, a break like get into character i want to hear this voice yes
0: this is a guy you know a polynesian looking dude sitting there and just like, yeah, that was me. I mean, like I'm talking right now. That was me. I promise you it was me.
1: Huh. Okay. I'm respecting Dr. Phil because I'd be like, we're doing this. I want to hear this damn voice. Me too.
0: I was at the edge of my seat. Basically. I was like, oh man. So, so Dr. Phil has Renia get into character. Lay down on a bed or whatever is needed. Whatever
1: you need to do to get into character, let's do it.
0: Yes. And go behind a curtain and they showed it like they Naya's laying down somewhere behind a bed and getting all into it and the hair and whatever. What a
1: freak show.
0: Yeah. And speak like they spoke to Manti when they were on the phone. Sure enough. Perfect match. No. The voice experts are like, yep, that's the match for the same voicemail. That is it. It was not just like uh, it was kinda of, I guess like that. Like that was,
1: that's so creepy and eerie.
0: And it was always like kind of like a tired sound, like,
1: hey, hey, babe. It's like okay. all sexy. Yeah. Just like it just woke up. It's
0: a sexy voice. So it's it's good.
1: Oh man, it's gotta be really eerie to watch it coming out of a Polynesian man.
0: Yes. Uh, you couldn't because Naya was behind a curtain.
1: Oh, so you couldn't actually see them. Yeah.
0: And I mean, that's Naya insisted. Dr. Phil
1: must have been like, what the... (laughs) Yeah,
0: it was a complete mind f. So yeah, it was was a match. Wow. One of Manti's friends said, if all the different voices and phones were from Naya, then Naya needs to work for Disney or some shit.
1: Right. (laughs) Like be a character in one of the movies.
0: Yes, like a voice actor. And I mean... All the evidence and everything points to everything coming from Naya, and you know this other friend. They heard a bunch of people. You know, they heard the brother and the sister and you know whatever. Besides Puka, Puka was a you know a separate person, the little one. But by the way, this whole thing happened around the same time as the Lance Armstrong story when it came out that he was using drugs. Uh-huh. Like he was always the guy that was like, no, I'm I'm clean. I'm not, you know being tested million, the most tested athlete they found out he was using hgh human uh-huh. growth hormone so this was one of the best things that happened to lance armstrong to kind of take the story away from him
1: yeah he's like oh spotlight's not on <laughs> me anymore
0: good luck man Ty. take care i'm gonna go cycle off with my one testicle
1: and i'm sorry just to cycle back real quick cycle um you said naya used the voice for every character yes oh man that's,
0: except for the little sister because yeah, that was a real
1: actually existed
0: yep so keep in mind, all this was going on while Manti Teo was getting prepared for the opportunity of his life.
1: Yeah. Now getting into the NFL, like the Dr. Phil story and that, did it help clear Manti's name?
0: A little, but it, there's still questions. A like, lot were of the you stuff two
1: working together, there's
0: new information that's come out like since then it was part of this whole like documentary because nobody's ever had both of them sitting there talking about the whole thing yeah and mantai was being you know maybe didn't come out with absolutely everything because he was being coached by notre dame and what to say and what not to say and, and by his agent and all these different people mm-hmm. he Manti's basically not being himself he's just saying what he's being told to say right okay so yeah so he's getting ready for the nfl draft this is going to change his life Right. So draft day comes. He wasn't drafted in the first round like a lot of people expected. Mm -hmm. Had the story not come out, he probably would have been drafted top twenty. Yeah. You know, so not only is it a sad thing, but he loses out on millions of dollars. Oh
1: man. Like once you're out of the
0: first round, you get a lot of money still, but not, you know, the top guy gets five, ten million dollars. I mean, you know, so it's it's a big drop each one. Okay. So you know, I mean, the whole reason he was such a, a good prospect was teams couldn't count on him being the leader that he was purported to be. Uh, he may still be a great and strong person, but teammates wouldn't buy into his stuff because they're just going to make fun of him or whatever. You well, know? that's
1: all, all they think of now when his name comes up is this. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. So eventually, Manti got drafted in the second round and went to the Chargers. Okay. Um, Naya ended up moving to American Samoa, and coming out as transgender there okay um naya thought that her story would help others who might be in a similar situation probably not the same situation i would imagine
1: like what what same situation lying and fooling somebody i mean in messing with not only a person's emotions but their life
0: yes yeah, so any any kid out there that's messing with somebody else emotionally that's we,
1: we no. want to help you i mean like this is all weird no
0: no i it's probably somebody who's just feels like they're not the person that they are yeah, somebody who's transgender. I'm sorry.
1: I don't feel sorry for you. You don't screw with somebody's life like that. Yeah,
0: I would agree. So, meanwhile, Manti said he we had a tremendous amount of anxiety. I'm sure. <laughs> like this dude goes from being the man. Like the first day he stepped on a field as a college football player, he was just like, I was I felt at home. The first hit, I'm like, yep, I can do this. No problem. And then he goes to the NFL and he's on the sidelines. He was talking about how his like left arm was going numb and he'd get tingles in his feet. And, you know, he like, I'd never had that feeling before. Poor guy. And he just couldn't fight it. He had tingling, numbness. It seems like the whole situation broke him, which Yeah,
1: I'm sure it did. <laughs> I'm
0: surprised it didn't happen earlier. Yeah. You know, I just, he claimed to have the same feelings for three years that he was with the Chargers, like just could not shake it. Like uh. he thought there was something wrong with him. There was some condition. Like that's how bad it was mentally.
1: That sucks.
0: Eventually, Manti went to a therapist. Uh, I
1: am surprised he didn't go sooner.
0: Yeah, probably should have. You know, uh, maybe it's his faith or something that uh-huh. prevented him. But had he uh, he had enough and knew something was going on, they went through everything going on in Manti's head. And at the end, therapist asked him, "Have you forgiven Renaya for what he did to you?" At this time, yeah, he said, "Yep, I've forgiven Renaya." Have you forgiven yourself? And he's like, huh, what do you mean? He's like, somebody like you who's always been so confident, never questioned anything, he's done. For you to go through what you went through, deep down inside, you have to be questioning yourself, whether you admit it or not. You have to forgive that kid that made that mistake of trusting this, you know, Linnae character. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you, know, you can't blame yourself. You can't continue to do that to yourself. He said, you know, at that point, he kind of like turned around. He's like, yeah, you know what? That's it. I didn't forgive myself.
1: Oh, that's so sad. He's putting
0: it all on top of himself and he, blaming himself for failing his family and failing his teammates and failing himself.
1: Right. Cause it didn't just affect him. It was a domino effect. And then you feel like so embarrassed and foolish.
0: Yep. And so he said, the thing that keeps him going are the people that he still inspires not the people that take a picture with him one second and then post online. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was memes about this guy, uh, comic strips where, like, he'd have his arm around nobody and be like, That's babe. So sad. Uh, it was super sad. It was, like, really, really unfortunate. Um, I mean, people making fun of him all the time. I just, you know.
1: And he was a victim.
0: A hundred percent. So I just like wish that this wouldn't have happened to this dude. Like he just seems like a legit guy. Nobody's perfect. No. And you
1: you know, this is something that I'm not in the spotlight. And if it happened to me, I'd be humiliated. This guy's like in the midst of the spotlight. So everybody knows about like the worst thing that's ever happened to you.
0: That's what you're known for. People see you and people think fake girlfriend.
1: That's so sad.
0: Yep. So he says that he forgives Renaya and Naya and hopes that, naya's family forgives her as well um mantai bounced around the league for a little bit most recently playing for my chicago bears
1: oh wow where
0: have i been he wasn't a starter he was like a bench guy i've I've mentioned it but it probably went in one ear out the other okay um he's a free agent now and he probably won't play again because he's 31 so he had a he had a career yeah
1: but it wasn't what it could have been no
0: he definitely should have been a good player you know, he he went to the Chargers, which was really cool because they had Junior Seau, one of the best Polynesian players ever. And I mean, it was fitting. It was really fitting. And it's unfortunate that he was just so mentally, you know, screwed up that he just couldn't take advantage sure. of it. Sure.
1: I mean, you're in the midst of like this craziness going on in your, in your head physically. He's feeling these tingling symptoms.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, he's 31 now. He's married.
1: Oh, God, I was
0: wondering about that. Yep. And has a cute little one-year-old daughter. so he's gone from saying you know my purpose in life is football you know that that's what i'm looking at right now he said i've transitioned my purpose in life now is to be the best father or the best husband i could be the best father i could be to my beautiful one-year-old daughter that's awesome and his wife's a babe so (laughs) and his daughter's adorable and i mean i i hope the guy can find peace yeah
1: i hope so too what does he do for a living now
0: I don't know. Probably training or something. Okay.
1: I just hope he has success in his life and that eventually he's not just known for this.
0: Uh, Yeah. This is all he'll be known about. There's no doubt. I mean, this this was a huge thing.
1: That just sickens me, though, because this all goes back to Naya. Right. And it's not his fault that this happened. Nope. So I, I'm i wondering what kind of mental diagnosis this person has. Well,
0: nobody can really get in touch with Naya out in American Samoa. Um, <sighs>
1: and you have to imagine they're doing this to other people. I mean, there's something sick going on in their head that they could possibly invent these characters and the voices like that to me is the eeriest thing that they were able to generate such a strong connection to this character that they made that they could actually physically change their voice
0: yeah I would have no doubt that Naya's into some other bad shit you have
1: to imagine there they've got to be like multiple personality yeah
0: you you can kind of feel sorry but at the same time like you can have your mental breakdowns and stuff but just like don't involve other people Mm -mm. like if you got to do some stuff in your own I don't know it's just so sad like Naya is an effed up piece of shit
1: there's definitely something majorly wrong with that person but the fact that this... Uh, Manti's name is still dragged through the mud is just that saddens me he was the victim in the story did he meet her no he didn't but he believed in this person
0: well I'm gonna hang out with my friends later tonight you know we're, we're all football fans I guarantee you, you say Manti Te'o. everybody's oh fake girlfriend yeah yeah that that,
1: that makes me sad
0: They'll be like is he even in the league anymore like you know he's not for he, he's forgotten about because he did really he wasn't a star at all right
1: but the fact that when people who do know his name that's what they tie it to
0: 100% I'm gonna actually I'll bring it up tonight and i'll see what the yeah. first thing is they say and
1: i'm guaranteeing you you're right
0: yeah so it's it's sad but hey he's out somewhere where he has support he has a wife that loves him and a beautiful little daughter and maybe he'll be yeah i know he'll be a great dad he seems it, like it, it
1: would be cool if he became a commentator or something like that where he would eventually that story can start to fade away yeah that would make me happy but as long as he's happy that's all that i care because that just this whole story is just sickening
0: yeah hey man if you're listening buddy yeah. Good luck. Yeah. The rest of your life. And uh, Naya, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah. Um. Uh, thank you so much to all of our listeners. And uh, I want to shout out to our patrons. You are the uh, cream to our coffee. If you like cream, if you don't, then I guess you know you're just my black coffee beans.
1: I like cream in my coffee. Let's let's
0: call out our coffee beans here. Let's
1: do it. Uh, they
0: are Colleen, Lily, Karen, Nadine, Allie, Michael, Kelly, Dominic, and Brian thank you so much for what you do and by golly i mean i don't know what it is today maybe it's a facial moisturizer you're using but uh, you've never looked better in your whole (laughs) life thank you so much for all your support if you want to be a supporter go ahead hey if you enjoyed this episode again please give us a five-star review on apple Podcasts or spotify and uh follow us on instagram or twitter crime you guys are the boss all right thank you so much and um kisses bae Bye. bye